Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, this is a Monday uh, after a weekend where a weekend that kind of shows the differences in, in everyone's lives at the moment. Um, I feel like uh, Richie and our producer Harry have had very party weekends and I've had the direct opposite. So just to kind of clarify, uh, producer Harry told me just before the show got started that he went out on, was it Friday or Saturday night? Saturday. Saturday night and he was out till five o'clock in the morning. So, uh, I, I can't, I cannot. Imagine. I cannot imagine that. So 5.30 Sunday morning, his Saturday is finishing and the, and the reason I say I can't imagine that is that yeah. as you said my Saturday night did finish late for me you had a party it was your, your wife's birthday party yeah so I was I, I was out until half past midnight and that's that's unheard of for me well so you've both been just kind of crazy party yes you, and then uh, we, we talk as people do when they get into work and talk about stuff for me I went to Ikea on Saturday and had the meatballs <laughs> I went to an allotment our allotment on Sunday <laughs> and planted onions <laughs> that is that is the killer that's the that- killer <laughs> That's the killer. I was thinking, when you said about uh, Ikea and the meatballs, I'm thinking, it ain't that bad. What's he on about? Well, well as I was digging digging holes for these onion bulbs to go in on Sunday, I, I did have a little thought, think back to, I remember those days when on, like, you know, holidays to Spain with my mates, went out, like, four or five nights on the trot. <laughs> How things changed. If you had the direct opposite of a rock and roll weekend, uh, reflect back on it and tell us about it. Now you can tweet us at Absolute Radio or hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, what a weekend it's been. Obviously, started with Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday today, with your Black Friday sales for a lot of people still going on. Uh, who doesn't love a bargain? We're a nation that loves... We love shouting about a bargain, if we've found a bargain, if we've had a bargain. If you've had a bargain and you don't tell people you've had a bargain, have you really had a bargain? I'd agree with you. I'd say you haven't had a bargain if you don't tell people about a bargain. It's a bit like going to the gym. If you're doing fitness you don't tell anyone about it, what's the point? <laughs> um, look... Everybody knows that the greatest bargain to be had out there has obviously been part of the uh, the Tesco Mobile Black Friday sale, which I believe is still on. Yes. Uh, but that aside, I have to tell you, I have to tell you the greatest bargain that I've seen over the the Black Friday Cyber Monday weekend. Yep. It's got to be Domino's. 50, 50% off all pizzas I found last night. 50% off all pizzas. No matter how many you order or, like, how big it was, it was 50%. Yeah. You can order a feast, you know, you're playing half price. I, could, I couldn't see a better one. Are you getting backhanders here? What's going on? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not at all. Not at all. I, I, I'm, I'm sharing with the audience. Just I, spreading the joy. Best best bargain that you found recently? Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a Facebook marketplace fiend, so I'm always looking on there for scary dolls, weird pictures and all that kind of stuff. But an eye for a bargain. I actually... Um what's well, going to get me into trouble, I bought what I would describe as a secret Nintendo Switch a few weeks ago. <laughs> so I sold my original Nintendo Switch because right. I was like, well, I've got to grow up and you yeah. know, behave myself and do work on the train. And then I really missed it. I saw, saw other people playing them and playing little games on them and I was thinking, oh, I want it back again. So I found it for an absolute steal in Southend. Yeah. Went over there, said I was getting some, doing the big shop, but actually diverted handed the money over at the door like I was dealing uh, and then now I've got it in my bag and up until this point Katie my other half didn't know I had one so uh, literally she's found out about that 10 minutes, uh, ten seconds ago well she's found out about it the weird thing is one of the kids went over to my bag the other day and I was like no no don't look in there and that weirdly I, I'm insinuating there's even worse in there but I'd say <laughs> Nintendo Switch is the least of the problems but... I, I, are you able to reveal the the price of such bargain uh, or la- do, you want, do you not want to do that at the same point that she's just found out that you actually got one a lady never tells no. but I, I'll tell you in the song <laughs> but 
believe it's a bargain. Fair enough. Uh, Evil Gav on text says, Richie, the Domino's 50% off is a permanent thing on the Domino's app. Ah, you see, I know that app very well. He was Pro- prepared for this. Probably too well. I can tell you the answer to that. Yes, but normally to spend 50, qu- uh, 50 quid to activate the 50% off. I say it's quite a lot of pizza. Oh, which is a lot of pizza. If you're on your own, that's a lot of pizza. But over the weekend, no matter how much you bought, it was 50% off. That's, so. that's what happened to Elvis. Yeah, so he no just good. wanted the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ro- Robert says, not to argue with Richie, but there's been 50% off with no minimum spend on the app for months. I've been ordering a single half-price pizza and I've got it every time. I think you said that you had to spend 50 quid. Yeah, that's what I saw, yeah. So, I, Robert there has got what I consider to be mind-blowing information for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, You've been waiting until you, you order 50, worth of, 50 pounds worth of pizza. We'll, we'll be doing mind-blowing tomorrow when I will open up the app tomorrow when it's not part of a Cyber Monday and Black Friday weekend and I will see what's going on. I will be prepared and ready to have my mind blown. I'm looking, do you know what? I'm actually looking forward to that. <laughs> it's going to be, what a little uh, bonus or a gift that is. Oh dear, we're after the uh, greatest bargain that you have found. Uh, Andy, what's yours? Uh, so I once got a board game, the Thunderbirds board game, which is now out of print, which uh, Bush will probably appreciate. Yep. And it was listed on Amazon for like 19 quid or something when it should have been about 60, 65. Wow. I quickly pressed go because I knew that it was something we might want to get. And then immediately after it was like order confirmed, so the guy pulled it down offline because it clearly got on for the wrong price. But he honoured it and I got it. Oh, wow, because oh. I've had that before where I, I've bought something and then someone's taken it off because they've obviously panicked about the price. But, you know, there's there's a whole, like, again, I, don't, I feel like this hour has turned into me admitting terrible things I do without <laughs> half yeah. But I do play the board game market. Sometimes when a game goes out of print, the price goes through the roof. So if you can get it for a steal, this this is the problem when you're trying to be good and think, no, I, I, won't, I won't spend any money on that. Yeah. If you see a bargain like that, you can't resist, yeah. can you? No, not at all. We, we literally did this last week where we mentioned a game in passing and that was out of stock somewhere, popped up on eBay for a tenner. I thought, yeah, boom, we'll get that as well. And now we've got it. Now, I know you do that, uh, Andy, but uh, my Andy here in the studio, he's not done that for a long time, have you, Andy? No, I haven't bought any board games for ages, and I definitely don't get them to come to work, break down the boxes, and then put them in my bag so I can get them through to the house. He does not do that. Nope, not at all. That's uh, something that doesn't happen, Bush, and I uh, will swear to that if I'm ever asked. Good man. Nothing to see here. Thanks very much. No problem, thank you. Uh, this text here says, I saw a jacket I liked in a major supermarket for £50. Ooh. So I ordered it online to get £5 off. It never arrived, so I phoned and they said they'd have to cancel it, refund me and give me a £10 e-voucher. When I reordered it, it was now Black Friday price of £40, so I got it for £30. It arrived OK and would have been bargain enough, but then a few days later I got an email saying I was being refunded £30 and given another £10 e-voucher, so Basically, I got a free jacket and was £10 up. And if you've got Netflix, it's going to be a mini-drama, I think, towards <laughs> the end of the year. Just known as The Jacket. Uh, there's more intel coming in here. Evening, lads. A strange but true story. I was looking for a new or newish pedal bike. I'd seen a modern racing bike in the free ads for a fiver. I thought it must be a printer error. I called and the lady said yes. That was the price. Cut a long story short, the lady was getting rid of all of her husband's toys because he was, or had been, a naughty boy. In brackets, Ouch. cheating. Ouch. Behind every bargain lies a bit of a story. Uh, Joshua, greatest bargain. I went to an auction in Somerset where I used to live and um, there was this set of ping golf clubs. They were almost brand new. It didn't look like they'd been used at all. And it's probably about 1,200 quid's worth. And I thought, I'm going to have a go at those. So the, the bidding started and it was going really slow. It was like 40 quid, 50 quid, 60 quid. And I thought, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> anyway... 
It got to about eight, it got to eighty eighty five quid, and it was my bid. And they said, "Listen, mate, you've got it being sold." Wow. The hammer, eighty five quid for these bra- almost brand new ping golf clubs. I said, "This is just unbelievable." Anyway, I got them home. Okay, and I've got. I'm in the front room. I'm giving it large. I'm thinking I'm just going to get the seven iron out and just give it a swing, see how it feels. So I get the seven iron out, and I'm thinking. So I'm I'm, te- I'm thinking there's something not quite right here. So I'm trying to. I'm going. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I look down and realise they're left-handed. Oh my god. <laughs> You're like uh, uh, Rodney from Only Fools and Horses. That's something he do. They were left-handed clubs. Sounds like they were a bargain for around about half an hour. Yeah, until I got them home and realised what a mistake I make. So have you shifted them on? Have you sold these to a, a South Poor or are they still sat in the garage? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, they they were sold. Suitable for a right-hander who's a bit (laughs) cock-handed. That's a technical term. Good to talk to you, Joshua. (laughs) Thank you very much, guys. You had a great show. Thank you very much. This is Home Time on a Monday night with some important breaking news. We now cross live to the steps of One Golden Square for a statement by Bush and Ritchie concerning the recent cold and wet snap. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much for coming this evening. Uh, This is the latest announcement that has been made about the Big Coat Protocol that we are fortunate to govern as custodians of the Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. And it should be a sobering thought for us all to see that over the last five years, the enacting of the Big Coat Protocol has come later and later into the autumn. Uh, We are here to announce officially the execution of the 2023-24 Big Coat Protocol. Head to the loft this evening and dig out the trench coats, duffel coats and puffer jackets because now, my friends, is the time. It has been our judgment that we enter the week where the first door of our advent calendars are due to be opened. We can't be in a position where we're still going about business in light jackets. As you know, elves will soon be appearing on shelves. They need to know what to wear. Uh, We must not put Santa in a position where he heads out in a few weeks, even considering wearing a red windbreaker or something like that. It has, as ever, been disappointing to see breakaway factions going early with their big coats. The money spent on dawn raids and issuing fines by our light jacket enforcement officers could be better spent on street parties marking the end of the season in spring. It is our hope that with tonight's announcement, we can all, as a hometown community, come together and enjoy the weeks ahead with clothing that covers our kidneys. Thank you for coming. Any questions, clarifications can be tweeted to Absolute Radio or texted to 8.12.15 as we wouldn't want to keep you standing here in the cold any longer. Uh, We won't be taking any questions at this time. Please respect our privacy. Thank you very much. That'll be all. Thank you. And there you have it, live from the steps of Absolute Radio HQ. The Big Coat Protocol officially activated by Bush and Ritchie allowing big coats to be legally worn up and down the UK by its citizens without further punishment. More from experts and scientists when we have it. 
Uh, we just got back into the studio, having been on the steps of the building and enacted Article 151B of the UN Charter, also known as the Big Coat Protocol, or Cotimus Maximus in legal speak. Uh, what that means is that you can now upgrade legally from a lighter jacket to a big coat. Had a lot of complaints over the weekend. It did get a lot colder than we expected. But now, hopefully, the legal clarity will make your evenings a lot easier. Uh, Darren says, could be too little too late. Already dozens afflicted with needless sniffles and man flu could and should have been avoid it's, it's interesting I, I've actually just been sneezing as I walked up the stairs and the voice your voice and you were I was the other week that's pretty obvious we yeah. swap places uh, our very own Ben Burrell says now it's Christmas well and that's good he's been hit with loads of Arthur Christmas lookalike <laughs> pictures a, fan, a deluge of them which is fantastic <laughs> to see uh, Ridge says people are going a bit crazy about this he's now also got um, gone and ordered fleece lined trousers to go with his big coat oh wow do whatever you want man and then Countryman on Twitter says, oh, well, there's, there's going to be rebels and the Big Coat Protocol enforcement officers are hunting these people down and will be making arrests. He's still in shorts and T-shirts. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, you've been told. Sick of booking movie tickets through complicated apps and cold, detached AI chatbots? Book your tickets the old-fashioned way through the home-time, 24-hour, old-school, voice-activated cinema hotline. Book your tickets down the phone like it's 1992. Welcome to Hometime Cinemas. Please say the name of the area you are interested in. Taunton. Did you say Dundee? No. Understood. You said Northampton. Oh my God. Here are the showings for Godalming. Oh, forget it. Hang up. The Hometime 24-hour old-school voice-activated cinema hotline. Call now 0800 15W24217365373 now. So, I've got an existential question to ask you about car parking. Car parking? About car parking. Okay. Uh, on a minute, maybe it's too boring. I can't be talking about it. No, 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 you, you, sure? you, you have me at car parking. Okay, so let me let me explain. This goes to the very core of our existence and, and the universe, etc. right? So over the weekend, I paid for all-day parking in our local train station. Got a really lively life. Uh, and there's something nice about paying for all-day parking because you, 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 it's almost like uh, booking in for the weekend. You can you, you don't have to keep checking your phone to see how exactly, much longer you've got left or yeah. run back and get a bit more of a ticket. The worry's gone. The worry is gone. So I booked it on that uh, Ringo app. It's one of my favourite. I've got three or four different parking apps on my phone. Ringo's a good one. Anyway, went about my business and then uh, realised in the middle of the day, kind of a l- lunchtime, that I had to drop the middle daughter off at a thing, like a party or whatever it was. So we went back, got the car, Headed over to where the party was, dropped her off, went back, put the car back pretty much in the same space. Mm-hmm. Got, you know, went, did the rest of the day without really thinking about it, got the car at the end of the day, parked it somewhere else, went to sleep last night, and then woke up in the middle of the night thinking, on the minute, in terms of paying for all day parking, if I cross the threshold of the car park and go into the, the universe that is outside of the car park, does that, st- does that count as like a brand new day? Or am I still covered oh. with the entire, my all-day, you know, members members area, VIP section, come and go as you please type vibe? Do you know what I mean? Now, off the top of my head, I would say you were still covered. Because you think so? Because you have paid to be able to park in that car park all day. 
you've gone, but you've come back because you've, you've, you've paid for it. It's still me. It's still you. It's still little old me. It's not like yeah. I've gone and got a different car. Yeah. But then there's that old uh, ANPR thing where they've got these cameras these days that see your number plate and maybe it knows that I've gone and then maybe it's wiped the slate clean because I've gone and it's going to... So I'm worried now. You know when you, when you, you feel like you might have got flashed when you've gone yeah. through like a speed thing <laughs> and it hangs over you for like five days or so? I don't know whether I'm going to get got. I reckon if, 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 by, if by Friday you've heard nothing, I think you're fine. Right, but uh, what, happens, what happens if someone... Because that's going to ruin... My, I'm, I am that kind of person where I would drop manure onto the steps of South End Council. You know, one of them farmers. Yeah, oh, yes, you are that person. I'm one of them people. I know you are. So, I don't know, like, if you listen to this and you know a bit of legal stuff or, or whatever, maybe I need to get in there with a, a well-worded letter <laughs> to my local MP. I don't know. Callum says, you're safe, mate. Uh, they can't do you for your parking. Enjoy the space you so rightly deserve. Right. However, Chris then follows that by saying, uh, you're getting a ticket, pal. Sorry to pass on the bad news. Oh. So let's just move on. <laughs> the noise of the past. It's Bush and Richie's Sound of the Decades. Absolute Radio Naughties. That's it. One home time show, nine different playlists. Is it possible to boil down an entire decade into one single sound effect? We think we have done that. Uh, with Sound of the Decades. We're at the noughties at the moment and we've got a very uniquely naughty sound, haven't we? Have a listen to this. It's a sound that is the decade that is the noughties. But what is it? Tricky. As ever, playing for the Absolute Radio mug. It's Cliff. You're right, Cliff. Where are you, where are you from and how's your Monday been? Hello, gents. Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. I'm in uh, I'm in Wakefield at the moment, um, stuck in a traffic jam. Why not? You know, that's the thing to do, isn't it? We enacted the Big Coke protocol earlier on on the steps of the building. We're getting a lot of stick from uh, people like Eddie, who's just tweeted saying, disappointed, could have gone another two weeks, still in shorts and flip-flops for the school run. What's your take on this, Cliff? Um, yeah, that, well, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever, ever done the school run in flip-flops, but... Um, <laughs> Why not? It could make it more interesting. Big coat-wise, yeah. though, Cliff, where, where, where do you stand on this? Do you think it's the right time for us to upgrade to the big coat? Um, definitely. I think it was only about two degrees this morning here, yes. so, yeah, should have, should have, could have really done with that. Thank absolutely. you for your support uh, in the decision, Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. Uh, now, we are one home time show, nine different playlists. Uh, what do you choose to listen to home time on, ahead of uh, uh, the sound of the noughties? I am I am definitely an avid main station listener, but um, I do like I do like the noughties, absolutely. It does bring back a lot of memories. And, and what were you doing in the noughties? What what kind of memories does it you know, bring back for you? Um, well, I would have been a teenager in the noughties. Oh, my word. <laughs> so I probably probably shouldn't go into too many details. Wow. <laughs> Getting up to all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> well, mind, yeah, I suppose, yeah. The mind we'll is talk, a boggling. Yeah. Right, well, one more play of the sound of the decade uh, of the noughties for Cliff. Yeah. Here we go, Cliff. Hmm. Now, what are you thinking? I well, so basically, my my dad was a sales guy for these back in the nineties, and we had a house full of them. Um, but it it just reminds me massively of a thermal paper fax machine. Thermal paper, paper. fax machine. <laughs> what's what's different between a, a normal fax machine and a thermal paper fax machine? So, so basically, when fax machines first came out, I don't know if people remember this, it used to have thermal paper, which is like a constant um, roll of paper, which was thermal transfer, so you didn't actually have an ink cartridge or toner. He's a chip off the old block talking about uh, fax machines. I know, here we go. I'm, 
aiming for us aiming for a career in sales of fax machines which is a bit doomed isn't it um but basically as they got posher later you could use standard paper with them like we'd call it a4 paper of course um but the originals were thermal yeah this is up there with your car park chat from it, earlier yeah, by the way cliff you want to meet after this we can just have a good old chat and meet your weather spins or something i'd love to mate absolutely let's do it is the thermal paper fax machine because you could uh, it was like a constant stream constant stream uh, rather than is it the sound of the decade let's find out you're a loser and oh. you have lost <laughs> sorry Cliff mate wow. it was, it was no, you, we showed you workings which was great Absolutely, totally worth it. I've, I've hopefully revived good memories of thermal fax machines. Well, you've like. educated a lot of people who didn't know. Didn't even know what that was, so <laughs> what, what a great little uh, result and a gift that is from you to us. Have a good evening, Cliff. Good to speak to you, ma'am. Amazing. Have a good one. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers, fella. We well. roll over to two absolute radio mugs tomorrow when, once again, we will play Sound of the Decade. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. It's home time with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. Time for our Monday night feature called Only Good News. And there's lots of bad news around at the moment. Wars and famine and ten-point deductions. So what we do on a Monday night is get a little stuff from you that's going on in your lives that's a positive thing. And we guarantee by talking about it and sharing it with the group, it makes other people feel better as well. So get in touch tonight. Only good news. 81215, if you want to text us, you can uh, email us like Carol has done. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Carol says, my good news is that my birthday is on Christmas Day, but this year my whole family surprised me on the 25th of November instead, as they know that it's not always a special day for me, as everyone else is celebrating Christmas. So my husband, Frank, organised a huge surprise party for me in our town. Town Hall uh, with my friends, families, cousins, work colleagues there, and then my two daughters surprised me even further with a trip for a cruise to the Caribbean. Uh, work have wow. given me time off for free in February to go do it for 20 years of service. Where's Scylla Black when you need her? <laughs> I know. Surprise, surprise. What about that? That is amazing. That makes you feel good. Being surrounded by amazing family and yeah. friends, like that's a lovely thing. Um, Lynn Spares has been in touch. Now, I need to apologise about this because Lynn, we put a tweet out about Only Good News earlier on mm. and Lynn replied to our tweet. But I didn't realise. But what she's done, she says, I came down to London yesterday to watch Absolute Radio live. Also got to see the back of Dave Berry, Matt Dyson and Emil Franchi's heads. I didn't read that properly and I thought she sent a bush alike because... Um, <laughs> Uh, the uh, producer for the Daybreak Breakfast Show, Mark Lockett, it looks a little bit like me from behind with glasses on. Yeah. So I replied to Lynn, uh, jokingly threatening to key her car. <laughs> and all she was trying to do was to share her good news. So, Lynn, I do apologise. <laughs> That's so not only good news, That's really not the vibes of it. We're trying to accentuate no. the positive, and um, Lynn's tried to do that, and you've threatened to key her car. I thought it was a bush-alike. I was yeah. wrong, and we can move on. <laughs> so, look, get in touch. Only good news, please. No bush-alikes. <laughs> Uh, we had a, a message last week, actually, uh, from a listener called Taz from Somerset, uh, who had a fantastic story about the blossoming of a relationship with someone they used to be at school with, and we were kind of wondering how they got on. Well, Taz himself is on the line now to give us an update. Taz, what's been going on? Yes, yes. So I, I met up with my friend, um, who I haven't seen in like thirty years. We were wow. at school. We were at school together, and she was, she was always like the girl that. Everyone really liked, and I just had a big crush on her. And it was really cool because we started chatting on like uh, social media and stuff after like years and years. And then we decided, you know what? We're we're, we're really we're really similar. We really like each other. Why don't we meet up? And so we did. And it's going really well. Wow! So you must have been so nervous on that first meeting. Oh, where, where did you go on that first date, then, Taz? 
Oh, we went, we went to, we went to like a country pub and just sort of did the normal dating type thing. Yeah. So like, and and but it was just really good. We just really clicked, and it was just so much fun. This feels like some American teen movie, doesn't it? It, it is does. thirty years on. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like something you see in the movies, and that, and, and so and hopefully it'll have a happy ending. Oh, that's good. So, if you would like, a, if you don't mind us asking, if you had situations before where things haven't kind of worked out, so this, you know, if you kind of oh, met each yeah. other through, you've got through life together, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so like, like, like we've, we've both we've both been married before and stuff, and things didn't work out, and that, and we just happened to be single at the same time. Yep. And and we thought, do you know what? Give it a go, see see what happens, and it, and it just worked. Amazing, the stars aligned. Heartwarming story, Taz. It's only good news, and we're really chuffed for you. Yeah, thank you very much. I love over ham, egg, and chips. Good to hear from you. <laughs> Brilliant. Keep yeah. us posted. Oh, do we need to buy a hat? We mentioned Silla Black earlier on. Do Richie and I need to buy new hats? Oh yeah, maybe in the future. Yeah, that's we'll great. See how it goes. Brilliant. Watch this space. A wedding indie disco. What about that? Yes. <laughs> but we yeah. in. This is the daily takeaway. One thing that we're still hearing so much about, didn't think so at the time that it was going to go off like this, is the fascinating chat we had about Bush's all-day parking problem earlier. Oh, if you missed the show earlier on, you've missed an absolute party, you really have. Well, it was an existential question about uh, parking a car, right? If you pay for all-day parking, but then you leave in the middle but come back again, are you still covered, or is that classed as a brand-new trip? That's what happened to me yesterday. has been keeping me up at night. Uh, Richard's been looking further into it. He says, I'm really sorry, Bush, it doesn't look good. Uh, your booking only permits you to make one entry and one exit per booking. It does not allow you to make multiple entries and exits during the period of your booking. Once you've exited it, you cannot return under the same booking, even if you left earlier than the time your booking was due to finish. All right, stop saying booking at me, wherever that fella is. Uh, Craig and Bromley says, uh, it's like a library book. If you return the book, then decide to rent it out again, you have to rent it out again. And then some other lady, I can't remember what her name was, was saying it's a bit like a nightclub. Why can't you get like a, a, an X on your hand? That's a great point. Can't you get an X on your hand? With, little with little Ringo symbol or something. That'd be good. On. Just that, sorry, I've been in there, mate, and it's, it's rubbed off a little bit because you've been outside. You will update us when that uh, fine drops. Yeah? I've already started to go fund me. Daily Takeaway. So that's it for another episode of the uh, the Daily Takeaway. I know you were talking about the rock and roll elements of our weekend uh, at the beginning of this particular episode. Can I ask you one question, though? Go on. Did you have a hangover on the Sunday morning from all your onion planting? I had a sore lower back. Oh. And sore knees are going to get them pad things for your knees. If I get them, the game's over. <laughs>